welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Bus Stop Podcast. I'm Eric Wesley, your host, and today we have Regional Vice President of Greyhound Hispanic Operations, Jose Moreno, joining us to talk about Greyhound Mexico operations. Jose, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Eric. Very happy to be in this space again with you and, and chat with you, uh, particularly in this time of the year and especially today, the 15th of September. It is definitely an exciting time, but before we get into uh, the Mexico operations and this entire month of Hispanic Awareness Month, I want to say congratulations to you on reaching 27 years with Greyhound. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Eric. It's been been a very pleasurable journey. Um, I'm so grateful for for all the, the, the things I've learned, but particularly all the people I have met and and I, I do believe I, I have worked and learned from the best in the industry, both uh, both uh, sides of the border. Well, you have uh, uh, definitely, I'll say, a wealth of knowledge, I'm sure, that you've gained over the past 27 years. And so we look forward to uh, talking more with you. And once again, congratulations. Exciting times for you, as well as exciting times for Greyhound Mexico, because Greyhound Mexico recently celebrated its eighth year of service between the U.S. and Mexico. Can you tell us more about the operations and what's made it successful over these past eight years? Sure, Eric. Well, f- first of all, a, a big milestone, the, the eighth anniversary on this operation. Uh, but uh, we need to keep in mind that Greyhound has played a pivotal role in the Mexican bus passenger transportation for nearly now, I want to say, about seven decades. Oh, wow. Uh, we have been the largest uh, cross-border bus operator. And by far, we have facilitated uh, bus travel for passengers uh, traveling between uh, Mexico and the rest of North America, including the United States and, and Canada throughout the Greyhound network, and now with, with the fleets addition. And I can say that uh, all over uh, North America with our uh, interline partnerships in Mexico as well, we cover close to probably 5,000 destinations in the whole North America. On the other hand, uh, the eighth anniversary marks the time uh, we have been providing uh, additional to the cross-border operations. We have been providing domestic um, service in Mexico. Uh, eight years ago, Eric, uh, and you might remember this, we became the first and actually we are still are the own foreign-owned company that has a domestic passenger permit in Mexico. Eight years ago, we came into the market and we pretty much uh, revolutionized and, and disrupted the whole market. Uh, and, and, and we became de facto leaders of the of the digital digital transformation of the market. Things like um, like dynamic pricing, online sales, ancillary services, add-ons, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, were uh, pretty uncommon in the Mexico industry. And right now, they are becoming more and more popular. And that was because our push or the push we have done um, for the last eight years on on that. No? Without, without leaving aside and maintaining in uh, in in our core, um, our commitment to our passengers of providing um, convenient, comfortable, and cost-effective bus travel, to I would say to more than uh, thousands and thousands of passengers now every month. We have definitely had a big impact uh, in Mexico, and as you said, for seven decades, I believe you said that that's quite some history there. Um, there's another piece to it as well with uh, Valley Transit. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that plays into everything? Yeah, of course. Uh, Valley being uh, being part of uh, 
of, of the Hispanic operation world for, for many years now. And, and uh, as you know, this Valley Transit was an, an independent company in the Rio Grande Valley area, the, the furthermost southeast corner of Texas, uh, operating from the pretty much from the border all the way up to, to Dallas and Houston. And then um, it became part of the of a Greyhound world uh, a few decades ago as well. And ever since it has been considered part of the Hispanic operations. Uh, today, uh, we have our main office uh, in Brownsville, Texas, right at the border and right by the by the Greyhound garage uh, there. And we have about 60 uh, full-time drivers. And all in all, we have close to 80 employees, probably 40 buses or so. And we we uh, we provide service in in between small locations from the border within the Rio Grande Valley, and then we connect passengers coming from Mexico and from the border into the Greyhound network as well, uh, interlining with Greyhound um, in San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston. It's it's a pretty nice uh, operation down there. And um, over the last uh, few months, we have uh, tried to find synergies uh, with, between Valley Transit and Greyhound de Mexico. And we are leveraging resources in both sides of the border as well, uh, creating a more swift uh, travel experience for passengers crossing the border and traveling within the Rio Grande Valley and then connecting uh, to uh, any other destinations with the Greyhound network. Jose, I have to ask you, with, with 27 years under your belt in this industry, uh, when you started, did you foresee uh, all the expansion that, that we're talking about now uh, with the company and uh, how much impact it's having across, across the, uh, uh, the border, across Mexico, across the U.S., uh, with everything that's going on? It was always in the back of my head, Eric. It was always in the back of my head. When I started... We were a small marketing office for Greyhound based in Mexico City, and we were only five employees. Today, we are over 250 employees with um, uh, shops, offline shops in uh, nine different cities across the border, plus Mon the Monterrey headquarters, two full-blown garages, uh, two service lines. And, and uh, <laughs> like, like uh, an anecdote, when I started, of course, we didn't have trips in Mexico. Everything was on manual tickets. And we and the only ticket we sold in Mexico, and we we sold only through travel agencies, independent travel agencies, and Mexican bus companies, was the the Ameripass ticket, the three-day Ameripass fixed price to go pretty much from one single trip from wherever in the U.S. to wherever in the U.S. as well, and that was pretty much it. I've always thought I always thought we 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 I I will see, and I was hoping to see Greyhound. Uh, becoming one of the leaders, uh, bus transportation leaders in Mexico as well, because Mexico is a huge market. Eric, ninety-five percent of the of the uh, public transportation travelers in Mexico travel by bus. That that puts Mexico probably in the top five markets in the world. And I've always dreamed of of, of be part of Greyhound becoming an essential part of the industry in Mexico. I still yet have to see a Greyhound bus running into Mexico City. That's that's kind of the of the cherry on the top of the cake for me. Well, dreams do come true. So I, I, I would imagine you'll see that at some point in time. Um, as you mentioned, today is September 15th, which marks the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month. And that runs from 
September 15th through October 15th. And then on tomorrow is another special day. September 16th is the day Mexico celebrates its independence. Um, does Greyhound Mexico have events planned to commemorate these days? Tomorrow, Mexico Independence Day, and then even throughout the month of Hispanic Awareness Month. Yes, of course, Eric. You know us Mexicans. We we get any excuse to party, you know. <laughs> uh, and of course, we we are thrilled to celebrate these national holidays with our colleagues and and we and, and share it with our customers as well. Uh, we've been doing that for a number of years now. So uh, throughout this week and actually starting today, we will uh, have parties at each one of our locations in Mexico. Some sort of parties in which we'll bring uh, decoration. Uh, our employees will dress up to the occasion, we'll bring traditional food as well, and we'll have contests, for, drawing contests for kids and other contests, we'll give uh, things away. Uh, and we share this, uh, we will share this with our, not only uh, colleagues, but also, as I mentioned, with our customers. This is very important for us. We always have a great time in all these locations and, and um, the, the participation of all our colleagues is, is immense, it's great. They, they, as mentioned, they 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 decor the terminal with the terminals with all these ornaments. They they dress in Mexican traditional garments, and then they come and they celebrate along with the customers. On the other, and and that's on that's on the Mexico side. On the other hand, we are also celebrating, uh, and this is gonna be um, during the the Heritage Hispanic Heritage Month. We're also planning a couple. Um, different social events as well in the Valley Transit world that will come in the next couple of days, a uh, couple of weeks. Sounds like a, a great time to be traveling into Mexico uh, for these celebrations. Uh, let me ask you, Jose, uh, how do you personally uh, recognize Mexico Independence Day and even throughout the month of Hispanic uh, Heritage Month? Ah, uh, yeah, of course. We, we. I mean, again, just, just like uh, at a professional level, at a personal level, we are always thrilled to celebrate uh, this national holiday. Particularly, uh, it is customary that the, ce the the celebration is the night of the 15, going into the 16. Actually, so we'll do it. Uh, we we'll do it tonight. Actually, we usually get with uh, family and friends, mostly Mexican friends. And we get together, we, uh, we um, of course, we have traditional food, we decorate the houses, and then um, we listen to Mexican food. And of course, the Mexican food will be paired with some Mexican beers and particularly with uh, some sips of high-end tequilas, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, is there any uh, specific food that is on the menu? Yeah, for us, for us, and the, and this varies depending on where are you from in Mexico. The menu will will change a little bit. Uh, I'm from Mexico City, that it's in central Mexico. Um, and for us, usually rather than, for example, tamales that are pretty popular as well in other parts of Mexico, for us today is mole, uh, which is a chicken breast with a mole, the dark uh, chocolate sauce. Uh, also, chiles en hogada, which is a traditional, um, traditional Independence Day plate, which is uh, a stuffed poblano pepper with cheese or or meat, uh, uh, with a sauce, a creamy sauce of nugget, nugget sauce on top uh, of it, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, and it has the colors, and it is decorated with uh, with uh, pieces of red fruit of a Mexican red fruit called granada. So you have the the green pepper that it's green then you have the creamy sauce 
and then you have the red granada, the crimson kind of white. So you have the colors of the national flag that is green, white, and red. That is that that is why it's the most traditional plate. And uh, luckily, because it's very hard to 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 get them or to prepare them. Luckily, uh, we got some for tonight and we're going to enjoy some of it today. Sounds like a great time. Let me ask you, Jose, as we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month from September 15th to October 15th, what's the one thing you'd like people to learn and understand about the richness of the Hispanic culture? Well, in general, uh, and you know I'm an immigrant and an immigrant in general coming from any culture, I think it is very important to recognize those traditions that any of these um, different cultures are bringing in. Today, I, I believe that the Hispanics, we are the second or the first largest minority in the U.S. And I mean, over the history of this country, we have brought so many things and, and somehow shaped also the American culture. Who doesn't celebrate Cinco de Mayo, for example, or, or who doesn't eat tacos or quesadillas or say fra phrases like adios amigo, no? I, I, I do believe that we now we live in a global community and, and everybody has to uh, uh, to share, but also to embrace traditions wherever we go with our traditions, but then share them and embrace the, the local ones as well and create a, a truly global community uh, going forward. So so for me, the most important thing is for people to know that that we all, regardless of our origins, we all need to learn how to share and embrace different traditions and different cultures. Sounds good. Any Anything that we missed that you might want to bring out, whether about Hispanic Heritage Month or even about the Greyhound Mexico operations, anything coming down uh, the, the pipeline in the future that we need to know about? Of course, we are pretty excited with uh, the with, uh, uh, with the Flix merger, uh, there are great plans uh, of expansion going into Mexico for both Flix, the Flix and the Greyhound brand. And of course, on the on the Greyhound side, um, uh, we are continually looking and striving to uh, keep, on the one hand, keep our high um, customer service standards that we have, and then on the other hand, uh, trying to expand our our push in Mexico and our footprint and uh, trying to secure uh, more uh, route concessions in order to be able to provide, to continue providing the service we provide to a larger number of customers. And I I'm, uh, I, I really believe that that now with Flix coming on board, we do have a real opportunity to, um, to expand the Greyhound network and the Flix network in Mexico. And I'm very happy about that. And not only me, but but the team in general. The the team is very optimistic, and they are ready, and they are asking for more, and they wanna do more, and they are ready. They wanna go out and conquer the world, and I think that we're we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, and we're on the right path. I have no doubt about that, uh, definitely. So thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you today, Jose, and thank you and your team for all that you all, you all are doing to, through Greyhound Mexico to keep people moving. Uh, from one location to the next. We've enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you very much, Eric, for the invitation and, and always a pleasure chatting with you and sitting down. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening in on today's podcast. And until next time, remember, you are Greyhound, so be safe, be stellar.